What is happening, guys? Welcome back to the channel. Damn, I might ruffle some feathers with this one. That's not my intention. I know there are a lot of Habib fans out there. There are John Jones fans. These two individuals are two of the best to ever do it in a sport. One of them definitively might be the GOAT. And it's not Habib in my opinion, my honest opinion. Now, Habib might be the GOAT at lightweight. I think that's also debatable to an extent. You have to talk about BJ Penn when you start talking about lightweight GOAT. And for you guys that have just seen his last fights in the latter part of his career, what is he on, like a seven-fight losing skid, eight-fight, something like that, that's not an accurate representation of prime BJ Penn. If you saw him compete in his prime, that man was something special, special talent, destroying people in his day, and always challenged himself. BJ basically fought fights that he probably shouldn't have took, but that was Penn, just scrap. From a skill perspective, he was amazing. I think Penn's issue was maybe not being so motivated to train hard. But anyway, continuing, that's not what this video is about. We're not going to talk about BJ Penn. We're going to talk about a recent post by John Jones comparing his career and Habib's. His GOAT status versus Habib's GOAT status. Now, for you guys who follow the sport, you've seen John Jones kind of take offense when Habib is referred to the possible GOAT of mixed martial arts, like overall GOAT. John, to my understanding, doesn't see that being the case. I have to agree with John Jones. Overall GOAT for Habib? No. Some of you guys do believe that, and that's okay. He went undefeated 29-0. That has never been done in the UFC. Towards the end of his run, his resume was getting impressive. But the problem I have with Habib is this. Can anybody name one opponent outside of the UFC? So a large majority of his undefeated wins are guys out of the UFC, guys that we've never heard of. And I bet if you look at their records, they probably don't have the best records. Now, I'm not saying that Habib has a padded resume. I wouldn't go that far. But you understand the point that I'm trying to make. A large majority of those 29 wins are guys that are mediocre, subpar fighters. Compared, of course, to like good guys and guys in the UFC. Then there's the issue of the type of competition that Habib faced. Take a guy like George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre didn't have a wrestling background, grappling background. He actually came from a striking background, karate. Kayakushin, if I'm not mistaken. Now, GSP faced a ton of grapplers, a ton of wrestlers. He's faced strikers, guys of all different styles, and pretty much defeated them at their own game. If you look at Habib's career, his resume, and his fight style, 90% of the time in his fights, he took the fight to the mat, which was a strong suit, wrestling and grappling. He did engage guys on the feet. But it was just to set up the takedown. Habib, to me, pretty much always looked uncomfortable standing. Like his striking, the end goal of him standing was to survive long enough to get the takedown. And I know at times he's actually outstruck strikers, but that's because it's mixed martial arts and his ground game in wrestling was so strong, guys were terrified to be taken down. And that affects your striking. You don't throw as much kicks. You don't open up as much because you're so worried and focused on defending the takedown. 
Now, in Habib's defense, he primarily is a wrestler grappler. That's just what he is. So why would he fight out of his realm? That might be kind of stupid, right? But in comparison to other guys that I considered goals, you got George St. Pierre, John Jones, Demetrius Johnson, throw Fedor in there, Anderson Silva. Even though Anderson was a little bit more on the one-dimensional side, more of a striker, the majority of those guys in those GOAT talks are well-rounded. They're equally dangerous standing as they are on the ground. That wasn't the case with Habib, but he got the job done. He's 29-0. Obviously, he was doing something right. You knew what Habib was going to do, and you couldn't stop it. There's a lot of merit in that. You have to give him credit. But he fought against a lot of favorable matchups, like guys style-wise that he should be able to beat. Because most of the time when you have like a striker versus a competent wrestler grappler, my money would be on that wrestler grappler like eight times out of 10. I think that was proven like way back in the 90s and the earlier UFCs. In the beginning stages of mixed martial arts, we had more one-dimensional fights, style versus style. Things changed, of course, as guys got more well-rounded. You had strikers that developed takedown defense, but guess what? They're no longer pure strikers. Now they're mixed martial artists. But going back to Habib, in my honest opinion, I do think he fought a lot of guys that he should have been able to beat as far as like the grappling and wrestling department. Did he fight a lot of ground specialists or guys that are like heavily credentialed in wrestling? I don't think so. Let's look at some of GSP's opponents off the top of my head. You had Jay Heron, wrestling background, Matt Sarah, BJJ, Jake Shields, BJJ, Jason Mayhem Miller back in the day, good BJJ and grappling, Matt Hughes, wrestling background. I think GSP for Frank Trigg. I don't remember 100%, but Frank Trigg wrestling, Josh Koscheck, heavy wrestling background, Carol Parisian, grappling background, judo. And I can keep going. I could keep going as far as like the wrestler grapplers. I could also go down the list of guys that were heavy strikers. So for the most part, GSP beat guys at their own game at grappling, wrestling, and striking. That's a lot more impressive to me. There was no desperation to take the fight to the mat because GSP could strike. He had an amazing jab. He was very fluid on the feet. Offered a lot standing. Could pretty much do it all. He could take a shot. Speed, explosiveness, timing. He even had setups. Same thing with John Jones. I mean, John Jones is as well-rounded as they come, really. He could wrestle. He can tap you out. He can strike. He can knock you out. And John himself has also beaten a lot of guys from different styles and backgrounds. Just like GSP, some at their own game. But in their recent pick, John threw up comparison his career and Habib's. You got a picture of Habib and John Jones side by side with their belts. The captions for each under Habib, 13 total fights in the UFC. And under John, it says 14 title fight wins in the UFC. And John says nothing else to say. So, yep, kind of puts things in perspective. I think there were some more contenders for Habib to face. Namely, probably the biggest is Charles Oliveira. In a nutshell, how I view Habib, I mean, Habib without question is an all-time great, one of the best to ever do it. There's a strong argument, 100% for a lightweight GOAT, and this is all subjective, it really is. But in the list of overall GOATs, Habib is probably at the bottom of my list. Definitely got guys above Habib as the overall GOAT. 
In other words, I, I just wouldn't say he was. But that's going to wrap up this rant, this short segment. Just wanted to drop some thoughts on a comparison of John Jones and Habib. You guys let me know in the comment section. Do you think Habib is the overall GOAT? Do you think he's the GOAT of lightweight? Do you think he's an all-time great but shouldn't be mentioned in the GOAT category? Let me know, guys. Let me know. I appreciate you watching the segment. If you enjoy the content, first time at the channel, consider hitting that subscribe button, like, and share. That's the best way to show support, really. Thank you guys again, and I'll catch you all on the next one. Until then, everybody take care. Stay safe. Later, guys.